they aren't wearing glasses. Welcome back! It is another episode of Pardon the Punctuation. I am Aaron Smith, joined by Ed Mayhall. Jeff may or may not be here this week. We we really aren't sure at this point. I'm sure he's not going to be here this week. I, I read I, the text the correct way. I'm not so sure. When you say, let's let's talk about this before we get to the very first point, before we get to how our weeks have been. When someone says, I'm going to do this, it, it, say it's say it's Sunday, okay? Say it's Sunday, and they say I'm going to do I'm going to do this for the next next four Tuesdays. Is it the next four in sequential order, or is it starting next week, and no, then the, those four Tuesdays? But the message because, was the message was: Are they still working you to the bone, or are you going to be back this week? Well, and the well, response was: Still working me to the bone. But I'll be back for the next four weeks. Going back to my example, on Sunday, if you were to say, Ed, I'm going to do that this Wednesday, that means the following Wednesday, right? Okay. If you say, I'm going to do that for you next Wednesday, are you just skipping over this week? Like, let's let's have... Say it one more time. I got got to process in my head again. Say it one more time. It's it's Sunday, or, or even today. And I say, hey, let's have dinner next Tuesday. Well, not Tuesday's not work. Let's have dinner I'm, next su- next Sunday. I'm not driving out to Piqua to get dinner. Well, I don't live in Piqua or Canton, wherever you're at. I don't live in Canton. What wrong? Cor- what are you doing? I'm not driving out to the. If East, I said, let's Eastern have. Ohio. I'm gonna be in. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be in town. Fuck face. Oh, okay. All right. That works better. Thank you. Let's have dinner on Sunday night. Next Sunday night. Would you think this Sunday, as in? five days from now or would you think a week from sunday are you asking me my honest my honest response i'm asking the wrong person because my honest response would be well dinner where you're, you're just showing up both sundays it, it, i mean it, depending on where dinner's at it's a possibility yeah I, I, I hate you you don't hate me you just like the honesty that's all How is that a fan is. what's up Scroll. That was your week. Uh, it was decent, man. It was pretty good. Had a, had a busy week at work. Uh, topped off with a, a, a not a busy day on Saturday. Got to, got to hang out for a little bit. Got to chill. We went down to the FC since it went down to Washington Park for that pre-party before the FC Cincinnati game. That was a good time. Um, and then uh, just you know you know chilled on Sunday. Played the last. Uh, basketball game, coach the last assistant coach basketball game. Um, I think I might be coach next year. I think we'll find out. But um, yeah, that was pretty good. How about yours? Uh, Brinix is officially crawling. Ooh. Uh, we, she's taken R.I.P. to your chilling life. Several several moves forward. We're doing we're doing some of this. One, two, three. I think she did it up to five. I think that's our that's our record mm-hmm. right now. Um, so that's, that's where we're at there. I mean, I guess seven months old now, so that's about where she's supposed to be at anyway. Yeah. You're gonna need all the baby gates. We got, we got a couple. We got got a couple. Um, but that was, that was pretty much my, my big thing this past week. Um, that said the biggest topic of the, the day today that I'm just hearing about. I don't know if it made news in Cincinnati 
prior to today, I guess. 513 as an area code. Yeah, that was that was huge. Like RIP. 839, is that what they said? I thought it was 283. 283, I don't know, it was something. It wasn't 513. That's been like a state like everything you see around here is like 513, right? Like Yeah. Kind of it's kind of a our brand, I guess. And now it's uh well, that's going to be weird. Because no, you knew any, anytime, anytime you saw eight five nine, you knew that was Northern Kentucky. Anytime you oh. saw nine nine three seven, that was you know up around the Dayton, Dayton area. area. And now we are we are we are not. Nick, Nick starting off with violence tonight. Is that Nick? Your, is that I don't know who that is. With Nick Clark starting off with. Violence can't wait for Huggins to return to fifth third to fifth third next season. Uh, Nick, I'm there with you, buddy. No, I'm not really, but I just wanted to give you some support. If he's still coaching next year, I feel like I feel like his his better days are behind him. We'll see. I'm sorry, I don't mean to get off the area code uh, topic, but did you watch? I decided to watch West Virginia versus Iowa last night to prep myself for next season. I'm not and, watching West Virginia. Okay, all right. Uh, it, was big, it, it was a big 12 game. Uh, it, it's a cat fight, dude. Battled back and forth. Who are, who um, are they playing? Iowa. Are they already in conference, but like conference tournament? I don't think it was a conference tournament. I think it was uh, no, because Iowa was playing Indiana tonight. I don't think it was they Iowa. Are. Iowa, Iowa State because I was not even in, yeah, Iowa State, the same Sorry. conference. There well, I said big 12, I, so I figured you knew it'd be Iowa State. Well, I'm just, well, you have both Iowa and Iowa State as teams, so that oh, that's that's on me. But it was a it was a calf, it was a, a dog fight, man. It was back and forth. There's I thought there was gonna be a brawl a couple times. A cat um, fight or a dog fight? You've, I, I'm, I'm gonna switch to dog fight. I'm gonna switch to dog fight. All right. Um, but uh, yeah, it was a pretty good game. Uh, we're, we're gonna, you know, we're, we're gonna have some competition next year. We we knew that, but you know, it's what it is. But yeah, back to the area code. Yeah, I'm I'm not ready for this. No, I I think it's a little piece of me died today. Like it's been like a thing for years, and I don't know forever. It's always been a thing. The end. Like since area codes became a thing, it's been the only area code in the tri-state area. Is this be, well? Somebody said we're running. Oh, Jeff said we're running out of a phone number, five one three phone number. So that's the like, only reason that you would do this. Do we need to? Yeah, like a seven-digit phone number. There's. Is there not infinite? No, huh. there's not infinite. You have what? seven digits. I... Yeah, there's a limit because you have seven digits. Why didn't we think about this before when we started, you know, giving out like Alexander Graham Bell? Why didn't he? He, he it was on him to know that there like were going to be in... cell phones and well, Google Google numbers. And you can't, you can't think every... four like forward ahead in 1876. Like. Unreal. Everything. You're impressed with you, me that year it was, right? 1876. I, I, you could have made up a number. It would, that would be the it least was. surprising thing of this entire conversation. It was. Conversation. Just ask Reba. Oh, my God. Back in 1876, an old boy named I invented it. a contraption that All right. Stop that. All of that. Don't do that I'm anymore. Not okay. I'm not kidding. Um. So where where do you want to start this week? Uh, should we just get basketball over with? I know you've talked yep. about it probably three or four times already. Already, 
in the last couple of days. Goes for me. Yeah. I mean, not much you could say that anybody else hasn't said. I mean, they the story of the game is sloppiness. Just just straight sloppiness. You get I I'm not even gonna try to remember how many turnovers there were in the first in the first half and then just double that in the second half. Would they end up with like 20 turnovers or something like that? Not the good kind, right? Not the Apple turnovers, the bad kind. And you know, weren't hitting threes, weren't weren't hitting threes in the first. Um, started hitting threes towards the end. Vic with that that lob to try to, you know, get us back into it. Um couple phantom calls, but you can't put yourself in that situation. You can't put yourself in that situation to get a phantom call. So I mean, I don't do I like losing to Memphis for the very last time in conference play? No, I don't like. But you know, just in my head, I'm just gonna always remember that uh, you know, when Penny was actually on the court, he could never beat us. Well, he beat us one time. Uh but one no. I think he we think he played us nine times and he lost eight or something like that. I could be off on that number, but it's around there. Uh I don't like it. Um, I think you know, Landers got a little bit too emotional in that game, you know. Tries to come out and shoot the lights out, but you know. Well, I mean, couldn't even bring the ball up the court as he got the ball stripped out of his hands tw- two times, two possessions in a row. Yeah, uh, wasn't wasn't ideal, and I feel like after that, uh, he was in his head for the large majority of the game until he came back to life at the very end of the game. The goaltending was phantom. Come on, man, that was not goaltending. Oh no, you're right. You're, it was phantom, and 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 if that goaltending is not called, we win by one point. I went back to the math. We win by one point because we would not have had to make that last foul at the end. The goaltending oh, wasn't on. there. It was it was not coming down. Uh, no. I, I, that's not how goaltending works. I've seen Kenyon do that play many times in the in the early two thousands. I don't know about many, but um, I don't know. I mean, it was it was sloppy. It was. I feel like the the point that we got to last night was that uh, Cincinnati didn't play the way that the refs were calling the game. They weren't calling much. Uh, reach in they weren't calling much on memphis and the way that memphis was playing defense on cincinnati uh, while they were bringing the ball up court while they had the ball uh, trying to set their offense up all of that and I, I don't feel like cincinnati really got that same flow going on right. defense um and I, I think that was the difference uh chad brought up the first eight minutes in the last eight minutes of the game uh, cincinnati had one turnover in each of those segments yeah, I remember him um, saying that last night. And obviously that's a huge difference in the game um, when you only turn a, turn the ball over twice uh, in those segments and 18 times in between in those 24 minutes. That's terrible. Um, those 44% from the field goal uh, on field goals in the first half, 23%, three for 13 on the three-pointers in the first half, and then turn around the second half and hit three for three. What? What do you know? In the second half, oh, we were seven, seven no, seven. No, sorry. For three. Yeah, seven for fourteen for three. Sorry, I was. It got switched up again. Dyslexia. Sorry about that. <sighs> I was looking at free throws. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. It was Kendrick Davis ends up going eight of twenty-two. DeAndre Williams ten of eighteen. Um, they combined for forty-three. I believe in the first game they combined for forty-seven. Those are just 
two dudes. And yeah. 8 of 22, while it's not great as a uh, just as a percentage, um, not, not a great shooting night for Kendrick Davis, but still enough to get the job done, as he did go 6 of 6 from the line. He was able to get enough penetration to make a difference there um, and make up for the shots that he was missing. Um, it's a, it's certainly a frustrating loss because you want to see this team be able to get over the hump, win one of these big games. I know Chad got mad at me last night when I said that you split with Temple, you split with Tulane. I still don't – yes, they are above you in the, in the standings um, or the Temple was uh, before Cincinnati beat them, but um, you still haven't beat the top two teams, um, two of eight – or two – I'm sorry, two – one, two of eight, you ended up two and six against the top four teams in the league outside of Cincinnati. Uh, and that's not where I want this program to be, but the 21 wins as it, as it looks like they're going to achieve before the end of the season um, is about where we had them uh, when Chad and I discussed that preseason. So do you think that this season has been a success overall? You know, I'm going to call it a success. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people aren't going to call it success because a lot of people are calling for Wes's head, which I think is stupid. Um, but I think I think I did see some growth in these players this year. Um, can't call for Wes's head when he literally signed a con- contract extension. I can't handle people. A month um, ago, there's some growth. There was there was it stayed in some games. We'll call it a success. Yeah, I mean, I. Hopefully next year, um, well, you want to say hopefully next year we'll see a little bit of growth or a little, you know, a better record. But then going into the Big 12, we don't know how that's going to look. I don't think it matters if you have a better record. If you finish with 21 wins in the Big 12, then you're getting in the tournament. Oh, well, that's a fair point as well. That's actually a solid point. So, I mean, yeah, if we finish 21 wins next year, that's even better. Um, But, you know, I... It's not where it's not where we wanted to be, but it's like where we expected to be. So, so not above expectations, not below expectations, but that median, right, right there as expected. Yeah, as expected. Um, in the presser today, Wes mentioned that uh, three guys are going to be walking for Senior Day, and those three are going to be the three who don't have eligibility left. Yep. And Dave, David DeJulius, uh, Kalua Zikpe, and uh, Rob Finnessy. And said that they aren't worrying about the guys who have eligibility left, and they'll have those conversations with the guys at the end of the season. Said he would like to have them back, but those mm-hmm. conversations have not been had yet. So people already freaking out one way or the other. That means these guys are back. That means these guys are not back. Who knows? We don't know. What do you take out of that conversation? What's he? What's he supposed to say? Right. That's it's that's in, a great question. That's a great he, question. Was he supposed to in the presser? You know, probably with the guys in the locker room, probably listening in. Was he supposed to say, "I don't want JD back next year"? Like, or if JD comes back next year, he's playing extremely limited minutes. No, that's a conversation. If you know that is something he doesn't want right JD back or low minutes. That's a conversation that he's going to have in private with the player, right? He's not going to, he's not going to 
tell Justin or you know Chad or anybody like you're also not going to say I want three of the five guys back and yeah. then yeah. wonder am, am guys in the guys? locker room wondering yeah which 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 three which three of us does he want um especially so, if you're trying to go into conference tournament and, and possibly make a run in the conference tournament he had to go to practice today after the press conference you think that somebody's not going to be live tweeting like you think they're not following back. Justin? <laughs> These guys aren't coming back. Wait, These guys I, are absolutely following Justin and reading Justin's live tweets. So I don't know. I mean, I don't know what else he's supposed to say in that situation. He said that he didn't want it to be a distraction, which is why they're not having the conversations with those guys yet, not doing it before senior day. And the only guys that are going to be walking are the guys that literally can't come back. I, I like the way it's being handled. I think that. COVID obviously changed some things to where just because you're a senior means that you're done or you're not done. Nobody knows anymore. Right. But I, I think he handled it as, about as well as you can. What what the hell else are you supposed to do? I, I mean, if it was me, right, and I didn't care, I'd be like, yeah, well, there's some guys on this team I still want to be here and some guys I don't, and I'll let them figure that out. That's you. This is why you don't. This is why, why I'm a coach. Yeah, this is why. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'm also an asshole, so that. So, I don't know. Um, here in the chat, uh, Daryl says, Wes will end up at the end being a better coach than Mick, probably better than Hugs. I'd be totally good with that. That means that we've had a lot of success in the Big 12. Where are you Deal. seeing? What? Comments aren't showing up for me. I didn't see that comment on here. Maybe they're turned off. I don't know. It says huh. guests can see comments. I'm not a guest. That's weird. Um, and John asks, what, what's your guys' personal preference on Micah and Jeremiah coming back, experienced players for the Big 12, or time to move on? Uh, I think Micah showed more growth this year than – well, I don't know. I guess it's hard to say. I mean, Jeremiah did take – the you know the, the the bench and did take the kind of uh role coming off the off the bench and from what we see has not complained about it and has not you know tweeted oh this is ridiculous you know stuff like that yeah. but i think all well, last year we were asking for we were saying that micah shouldn't come back and i i think he kind of proved us wrong a little bit this year um he had spurts of of being good. I was about to say greatness. I didn't want to say greatness though. He had spurts of being good. Um I like I said, if Jeremiah's coming back, I'd like to see a lot of work put in over the season, over the off season, not just chucking up three point prayers. And I think I think the biggest problem with Jeremiah is he's not a three, he's not a four. And that leaves him in no man's land. Where but it also puts Wes in like this, and I'll see about this say, it puts Wes in like this real weird predicament, right? Because when Jeremiah signed, when he committed to Cincinnati, it was like, oh, the hometown kid, you know, all this kind of stuff. And so we put a lot, we put a lot into that. We put a lot into, you know, he, he was born and raised here in Cincinnati. He's a product of Cincinnati. So did he. He has the eyes and the skyline yeah. tattooed on his whole entire chest. And I understand that was. What in the world happened to my camera? I don't know the answer to that question, Ed. Can you hear me? 
Yes, I can hear you. This is ridiculous. Um, there we go. I know it was before West took over the team. I know it was before. It was even before. Uh, John took over the team, right? He committed back with mixed last year or something like that, possibly. Um, that sounds about right, actually. I want to say it was about there. So you know, it's not West's problem. It does kind of turn into West's problem a little bit, but you know. Like all great leaders do, they got to make a decision. You know, they got to. He has to make a decision. Like, is he going to hurt this kid, kid's feeling, and let him sit on the bench for, you know, Brandon's first commit. Oh, was it okay? All right, that's that's on me. That I know, I know, it was between Cincinnati and I believe Wright State was his second option. Okay, my uh, my my alma mater. So I mean, do you do you say, hey man, you stay on the team, but you're going to get limited minutes, or you can go to another school where you're going to get more minutes possibly and more that's that's just a tough decision he has he has to have with the with the kid yeah well i i like i said i mean he not to me he's not a three not a four and yeah. it leaves you in a weird place you you would hope you would hope that you can find somebody better than jeremiah davenport whether in the portal, portal. or um i mean i guess that's your only other option um even with Micah, I know you have Dede and Jizzle coming as your point guards to choose from, really. Um, as as If you're looking at these guys to take steps back as far as minutes go, I think that maybe there's a spot for them on this team, including Jeremiah. And when I say step back, I don't know that I would want to see him more than 15 minutes given guys just a breather i think he's a situational spot shooter yeah he's not offering you a ton defensively at all in this conference and looking at the big 12 i think he's probably offering you less defensively yeah, yeah you're, you're so, right um Odie, well i i would be less less harsh on on anybody if Odie came back. Um, same with John Newman. Uh, John came from the ACC initially, and um, I, I think that John would be just fine in the Big 12, especially yeah. uh, in the role that he would be taking on, which is defensive specialist, blue guy, that kind of thing, um, senior leader. <laughs> um, but do you uh, think – do you think there's any chance, any chance? And I tweeted him today. Do you think there's any chance that Nolly comes back for fifth year? Why did you, why did you tweet him? Because well, he tweeted last home game, and I was like, "Yeah, but not last home game of the career, right?" That's all I did. It was a retweet. Um, it wasn't like it was a quote tweet. Being, yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know. Landers I would love could- to see it. He would uh, sure. We would all love to see yeah. it. The problem is, with all the guys that you're bringing in for next year, with the NIL and all of that, are you going to be able to bring him in with the NIL d- dollars that it would take to bring in Landers Nolly to make it more lucrative than him going to the G League or overseas? If that doesn't pan out, um, mm. we'll see. Keep forgetting about the NIL. Um, yeah, no, you're right. I. 
you'd hope like maybe he'd take like an NIL cut, you know, just to try to know because we're not playing Memphis next year. So that doesn't even work. Yeah, that's uh, you're <laughs> right. That's a sorry. I had to think that one out loud. Um, you're right. That's an that's an issue. That is an issue. Some might call it a conundrum. Yeah, or a kerfuffle. That's not. Nope. No, not a kerfuffle. It's, kerfuffle is between two parties. Okay. <sighs> Anywho. Yeah. Um, so you have one more game against SMU to finish out the season. And since I'm looking to be in that 4-5 spot, um, probably locking up the 5 spot, I believe, in the tournament, uh, which means they will probably be taking on Temple. How are you feeling about Cincinnati's chances against Temple in a rubber match before, if they win, having to take on Houston? Yeah, so that's going to be a tough one, right? Uh, We played them. Back on February 22nd, we won in overtime, 88-83. to and Back when we played them in January 1st, we lost 61-70. to So you can't really get a gauge off of that. Um, you hope that because it's conference tournament, these these guys kind of fire, right? Like that fire in the ass. Um, and maybe just go on a run off of adrenaline and hopes and dreams. Um I to, it's a crapshoot for me on that one. I, I'm obviously gonna get pull. For, I'm obviously gonna say that I want. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna. I, if I had a bet on it, I bet. I bet on UC to beat Temple. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I just. I believe in that adrenaline and that and that you know, whatever it might be. So say they beat Temple. I. Yeah. I I'm okay with them. I, I'm okay with the. Uh, you're not at home. You're not on the road. Exactly. You're, Texas, you're right? A, uh, Fort, Fort Worth. Fort Worth, yeah. Um, but you I, – I think you can beat Temple. I think that this team is clicking enough to where they would they should beat Temple. As long as uh, – what's his name? Dunn. Damian Dunn, I believe, uh, doesn't have another absolutely insane game. Uh, I think he went for 34 in the last – 34, 36, last game. 34. Yeah. Um, he's really good. But uh, if they beat them, they would have to take on Houston mm. the next day. Houston coming off a bye. Yeah, that's going to be – that's that's uh, that's tough. Houston, <laughs> Houston being a buzzsaw. Um, I don't know. Is Marcus Sasser in, injured? I don't know. I think he got injured last week, and I, I believe he came back in that game. So I don't know if he's still sitting out or not. Uh, regardless, it Good. doesn't. I typed it, in uh, Marcus Sasser to Google, and it pre it pre populated Marcus Sasser obituary. Oh, well, he's not he's not dead. No. Uh, but he, Houston, I guess. Again, Cincinnati has not been able to win. Any games against Houston in the last couple seasons have not won any games against Memphis in some time. Yeah. So playing either team in in the tournament, I don't feel like it's going to bode well. I want this team to surprise me. I just don't feel great about it. I'd like them to surprise me too. But again, like you said, 
highly unlikely. So, uh, we have a couple couple episodes of this show before we have to get into who we like favorite moments of the guys leaving or, or of the seniors or of the season and all of that. We're not quite there yet. Having I'm to do to go a, back. a full uh, a full obituary to the season or anything like that, uh, to use the word that you just found. Uh, um, we'll see if this team ends up getting into the NIT. I, I still think that's a real possibility. Uh, it's, if they that's the make, only one that that's the only one that Wes said he would go into, right? The NIT. We won't go into that CIB or the NCAA, of course. If you should win the tournament, um, but we, yeah, we don't we don't hang a banner if we win the NIT, right? We're not Xavier. We don't hang any banners in the. Have you been to? You've been. We don't have like a celebration like Xavier. There's did, no. Right? There's no banners. I understand. But we don't have like a you know like we don't what we do don't you, designate what? a game next year to celebrate it at, at halftime, right? Like that we don't do that. No, I think you can have a. a Guys come onto the court to wave at halftime and let maybe, that maybe they zoom in. Let that be that. Ew. Zoom. Ew. Teams. You just have the guys who are still around, aren't playing elsewhere. Uh we just give we give Xavier so much shit for uh celebrating an NIT win. I don't want I don't wanna It's not a celebration if it's like in a TV timeout or a halftime. Yeah, I still get out on Twitter, though, so I'm going to take a picture. I, I imagine you'd have to do it because Wes isn't coming out of the locker room at halftime. You'd have, we'll to do rings. It, you'd have to do it in either a – I don't even know you could do it in a TV timeout. You'd have to do it in, like, pregame. I don't really know that you can celebrate. Maybe you do it during a football game. During maybe, a during, maybe do it during um, – Maybe, like, during a, a football game. Like a midnight madness or something. Maybe. Um. I don't have anything else on basketball. Open gym. Do you have anything else on basketball? No, I have nothing else on basketball. All right. Um, I don't know if you heard golf. The golf team won their tournament. I did hear in, that down in, in Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. Good um, for them. There were several ranked teams down there, including number two in the country, Duke. Duke. Uh, but they were able to beat everybody. Uh, the second championship as the indoor track and field team, uh, second championship in as many weeks as the indoor track and field team last week won their uh, conference title. All right. So things are looking and then is, up. Is tomorrow night the home opener? It is the home opener for Eric the has, base. Uh, it would be a nice evening too. It's supposed to be like 70 degrees out. So yep. everybody hit up that. That'd be nice. That'd be some nice baseball weather. Also, Put on a hoodie. Also, it's supposed to be sunny. It's not supposed to be like overcast in 70 or anything like that. So, um, yeah, I I think that that'll be, that'll be good for everybody. Um, ask and you shall receive David Mann. Um, he, he said, any interest in designating some FCC and UFC segments, at least until football gets rolling? I do know that I will be in attendance for a handful or roughly several, I guess not quite a handful, but several, uh, not not indoor, no, um, spring football practices. But, uh, Ed, you watched the FCC game. You have a couple thoughts for the way that that game went. I know they were 
favorites, I believe, going into the game. Yeah. So, yeah, started out the season uh, playing Houston uh, Dynamo. Um, electric crowd. Uh, I, I went down to Washington Park, like I said at the beginning of the show. Went down to Washington Park, took the boys down to celebrate uh, the home opener. Uh, the, a nice little setup they got down there. Uh, I don't know if it's like this for every game. Maybe somebody could tell me. Uh, but everything was free. Uh, so they had inflatable slides free for the kids. They had um, like inflatable, uh, just kind of different inflatable things free for the kids. Uh, some of the food trucks, like the first 300 meals were like we went to this cookie food truck and the first 300 cookies were free, uh, paid for by FC Cincinnati. So that was pretty sweet. Um, you know, and they have face painting and uh, a picture booth. Uh, the picture was free. I, it was a good time. Um, so if, if anybody knows if that's free all the time, let me know. Cause I'll, I'll take the boys down there some more. Uh, the boys did have to teach though. The, uh, there goes my camera again. What's going on with you, man? It's this box that I bought to switch between my, uh, work computer and this computer. I think I'm gonna have to take the camera off of it. Um, possessed it. It's kind of weird. I can, there we go. We're back. Where was I anyways? Um, so we tried to go to, because I don't have the MLS season pass for Apple TV. I might be getting it. Um, I did not know that it was free. God, this stupid camera. I swear, I'm going to unplug it here in a little bit and, and plug it into a regular port. Um, so we tried to go to Buffalo Wings and Rings to watch the game. They told us they were going to have it on. They didn't have it on. So I watched the first half on my phone. Um and, uh, you know, it started off Brenner, uh, who is, you know, one of my favorite players, sat on the bench uh, for the first half of the of the game. Um, he actually did just come back from, oh, shoot, the country has just uh, slipped my mind. But his home country, he had some family things down there. Um, but actually led a chance for some guys who we haven't really seen score goals before. Um, Santos scored a goal in the first uh, 19 minutes of play. Uh, by a after an assist by Barrial, um, who's one of Parker's or Bryce's favorite players. Um, and then after halftime, the 48 minute, um, I am not even going to try to pronounce this gentleman's name. <laughs> now, now Bodhi, uh, Obina, I think is his name, Obina Nabodi. Uh, I could actually be pretty close to that. Uh, scored a goal, and uh, so that that brought it to two to one. And they held on to that lead uh, for the whole game. Brenner came in uh, with, I don't know, like he came in the 62nd minute. Uh, he had a couple chances, uh, you know, to score. Uh, a couple times he was wide open and uh, Acosta didn't see him. So didn't didn't make that pass. Um, but from what I could see on the TV, it was electric down there. The chants were, the, the battle cries, which chants, whatever they call them, were... Electric, the you know they had the smoke bombs going on, all that good stuff. It looked like a great game. Everyone that I talked to said the atmosphere in there was wild. Um, and I mean, building off of what we started with last year, you know, last year we ended the season on a pretty good route, made it to the playoffs, and uh, I think we're just going to keep building off of that. There's a possibility. Well, I, I'm probably getting too deep into this, but you know, I'm hearing, I'm listening to a couple podcasts, reading a couple articles. It's a possibility that you know. Brenner may not be on the team after the second half of the season. Um, he wants to go play overseas. Um, and there's a lot of interest 
for that, he almost got traded during the during the preseason. Um, but I might have to go ahead and get the Apple TV. The production, like David said, uh, he he's saying uh, Apple TV MLS production is top notch. Worthy of the buy if you have the interest. Rave reviews all around. I thought it was too. I thought it was. It, I think Apple TV does a pretty good job at most of their broadcasts. Uh, There's a couple Reds games that were on Apple TV last year, and I liked it. You know, they're using those 7K cameras or whatever they are. So, you know, it is what it is. But it's a good start, good win. Houston Dynamo, not a great team, but it, you know, it's good to get that first win of the season in front of your home crowd. Get that momentum going um, into the, you know, into the year. Uh, their next game is, I believe, Saturday. I'm trying to pull it up right now. It is away uh, against Orlando City. Um, so we'll see how that goes. But um, I don't know. I'm excited. I, I saw that uh, Bango went down there uh, and checked and, and tried to get in the Bailey. Um, he kind of gave a little review on Twitter. Um, if you follow Bengalorian on Twitter, uh, he had some good things to say, you know, some, some criticisms, which is our fair. Um, so I don't know. I'm excited. Did you watch, did you watch any of it? I know the answer. Hell no. Uh, on, hell man. no, you did. But you're, out here, <laughs> you're out here betting on soccer, but you didn't watch any of it. All right. Well, that's yeah. Because I, if I've heard the name of your team or I know the name of your team, you're probably good unless you're in the city of which I am from. I did place a I did place a bet on Brenner to score a goal anytime. Unfortunately, it didn't happen. Um, so Should I tried. Place place the bet on FC Cincinnati to win. So Michelle did that. She she placed a bet both teams to score she's, FC Cincinnati to win, and she won like fifty bucks. So she's smarter than you. She's pretty good at this sports gambling thing. Uh, by the way, if you are looking to sign up with a uh, sports betting website. Download Betfred on your phone. Use the promo code Bearcat, B-E-A-R-C-A-T, for your Bearcat Journal promotions. Um, I know that uh, they're still giving out $111 for the first couple weeks in free bets uh, if you place a $50 bet every week. Um, And that supports the people at Bearcat Journal uh, while also trying to win yourself money. Um, They give out... I've, I've had pretty good success with the, the Betfred boosts that they've had, uh, their daily boosts. Um, some of those are pretty good. So, And I think it's fair to say, because I don't think we're ever going to like fully cover in-depth uh, FC Cincinnati, but I've been trying to – I've been trying to uh, – No, no, we're not. Yeah, I know. I've been trying to kind of, you know, build my soccer knowledge, um, you know, with the boys playing and, you know, these guys doing pretty successful. So I've been listening to uh, – Cincinnati soccer talk podcast. So they do a pretty good job of explaining things and breaking it down. So if anybody else is looking to learn a little bit more about FC Cincinnati and MLS soccer, that's one I found so far. I'm sweating one out, Aaron. I, I did what I hate. Did you put that in? <clears throat> the parlayed. Boost, the boost was a four team parlay. I think we're on the same one. Did you take the Ohio one or did you take the other one? The other one. Okay. The Ohio one was dreadful. Yeah. No, the other one, uh, there is one that like that something happened in one of them that's got me concerned. So it was Marquette, Moneyline, Marquette over Butler, Moneyline, and Marquette won 
Money line, Kansas at home over Texas Tech. Halftime, Kansas is up 31 to 20. Money line, Texas A&M at Ole Miss. Texas A&M is up 30. And the one that's got me nervous right now, Tennessee, money line over Arkansas. Tennessee is up 34 to 25. However, their starting point guard went down early in the first half. And it's risky. We're... we're, your audio did something wild there. It was like, what I thought it was me. I was so glad like, that you popped on. It was like a second and a half where it just was like your whole microphone got covered up with tinfoil and you were speaking through the tinfoil. I think it was. You. I was looking at the score page on ESPN and the ad gotcha. started playing. So I think oh. it screwed everything up. Gotcha. It sounded like uh, you were abducted by I, aliens. I, I hit mute real quick. So it, it fixed it. But, Good um, job. Yeah, I got, I got, I'm not like 14 parlay. I'd kind of rather shoot myself in the toe. You put 50 on it? I did. Yeah, you're trying to get the 111. That's, I like your style. That's <laughs> what kept killing me. Uh, is I kept getting on these parlays. I kept, oh, yeah, these parlays are great. And at first, I was, I was winning. I was, so I was winning did. parlays. The promotion I have with Bet Fred is every week you get 111 bonus dollars if you do a $50 bet. So you have to do one bet for fifty dollars. Okay. And this boost was was up to two thirty. So it's a pretty nice little yeah. chunk of change if it hits. And really, like if you're looking at that one on a money line standpoint, I had no concerns. Marquette at Butler, none. Kansas at home against Texas Tech. Texas Tech has been better lately. They've been a little pesky, but Kansas is number three. They're playing for a Big 12 title. Like, at home, they should beat Texas Tech. Texas A&M is 13-3 in the SEC. Ole Miss is 3-13. Like, like you should feel good about a road game in that scenario, taking Texas A&M. Is it a senior day for Kansas? Do you know? Yeah, I think – I'm not sure. I, that's what you, that, I feel like. That's what almost what you have to watch out for right now. Like you don't want to get yeah. beat on somebody else's senior day. Um, but the Although Tennessee I, one concerned me because Arkansas has got Nick Smith back. Like they've got a chance to knock off Tennessee at home, and then Tennessee's point guard goes down. I I have a feeling I am going to be sweating this one down to the wire with Arkansas really putting some heat on Tennessee late in that game. Well, for whatever it's worth, uh, Bowling Green, Toledo, Kent State, and Akron all did win. Oh, and wow. That, so that, that one hit. One, that one hit. I only put five on it, but it and won me 15. But What was the boost? Uh, plus 170. To what? Um, to 200. Okay. Fair. Fair. So, yeah, two to one. Like, yeah. I mean, your fifty would have your fifty would have brought home one hundred fifty. My fifties, my it was two thirty for the one that I took. On but on Maction, <laughs> I'm not. I don't. I don't know shit about Maction. You oh, have Ohio, Ohio Maction. You are okay with betting things you don't know anything about. Yes, I'm not. He's betting on soccer. I put five dollars on it, man. Like I no 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 no. I understand why. Even at $5, I'm not comfortable doing that. 
I'm not comfortable like betting on things I, I I just am not. You're doing it for different reasons than me. You're doing for it fun. for the entertainment. Like, yes, absolutely. I'm going absolutely. to win my I'm gambling again. <laughs> so if I do it, like I felt going into that one, I felt really good about three of those four. Like 75% chance oh, I, to hit a, a 230. I talked myself into all of them. I feel really good. When I hit when I hit go, I feel good about all of them. There's I don't talk any. myself into anything. There's not Chad, I placed like 35 bets today. <laughs> All within the range of fifty cents to five dollars. Like you'll and, some, and, and this is somewhere in there. Fifty so cents is, to five dollars for, so. for the the people just tuning in. This is what Aaron will do. Like when we're when we're off the air and we're talking before and after a show, he'll be like, "Oh man, I got ninety four cents on so and so. I got ninety four cents on uh, Will Barton." To uh to have twelve points and four assists tonight. Well, that was my like, that was my Brenner bet on Saturday night. I had a dollar left, and so I I put a dollar on Brenner. I would have made fifteen. That's fine. No, no, no. But you're like you were betting a guy that in a game that you're watching. Yeah, yeah it's true. To score a goal. Yeah. Aaron is betting like over under twelve and a half points on guys that average fourteen. And then it's flipping between all the channels when we get done with this, <laughs> trying to see like I got I got action everywhere. What's going on? <laughs> Last time I checked, last time I checked, I didn't see it. But does Betfred have XFL betting? I believe so. Yeah, I think I saw it on the weekend. Okay, I'd get into that a little bit. Just real quick though, to wrap up soccer talk, uh, because I did write some notes down, but then I left them on my desk at work. Um, So David Mann did bring up uh, what I believe was my last bullet point in my notes. I remember writing this down, but it is a good sign to have production um, from from guys on the team scoring. Uh, that are not your top three scorers, Brenner, Vax, Vasquez, and Acosta. Um, so that is a very good point, David. Um, you know, it's good to see some other guys score. Um, also, how if you're gambling? If you're gambling, you're probably gambling on your top three guys to score. It's also why I struggle with gambling. Um, but also, um, I don't know if any of you guys watched um, Welcome to Wrexham on FX. Uh, Rob Mc. Uh, Mc- McElhaney, I, thank you, McElhaney. Always sunny. And Ryan Ryan Reynolds bought a, a soccer team in Wales, uh, AFC Wrexham. I think is what their name is, or Wrexham AFC, one of those two. And they're actually bringing that team to the United States this summer to play um, Manchester United and Chelsea. Um, so that's going to be pretty cool. And also, you know, we covered the TBT tournament. Um, what was that? Fall, spring. No, um, it was, um... Like summer, late, late summer, early yeah. fall, late summer. There is a TSC tournament that's going to be played this year in North Carolina. Um, t- it's a soccer tournament from the same people, and um, there will be alumni from Wrexham playing in that. And I think I also heard there might be alumni from FC Cincinnati playing in that. So if anybody wanted to go have a night, a weekend in North Carolina and watch some soccer, that'd probably be. That's ninety seconds. I'm never going to get that. Yeah, well, that's the second soccer segment that we've done. So <laughs> today, thank, I know it's thank, just finishing up that soccer segment. It felt so long. Uh, thank you to the eighteen people who are still here with us. We appreciate you. Um, Some people like that, soccer. David Mann likes soccer. That all said, that's true. Um, Fifty walls to us. So we have a couple different topics we can talk about then. Um, 
We can talk about the Reds and what they've been doing in spring training so far. Can we talk about Joey Votto's response to MLB? Let's get into it. Um, first and foremost, I want to say uh, on Betfred, I was able to take the over on 65 and a half wins for the Cincinnati Reds. Pretty excited about that bet. Uh, I, I think I put 25 bucks on that, and that's paying one to one. Uh, you win 50 bucks or two to one, I guess. Um, 50 bucks on that. Um, if you, if you, I don't know. I, I think they're going to be better than 65 and a half wins. Not by much, but I think they're going to be better. Yeah, maybe than better. Than 65 and a half. Yeah. I put them around that 70, 72. It, I mean, it comes down to one thing, right? Like, Kathy says the Reds were on fire today. Did anybody put them out? Red hot. Was there a fire extinguisher? For the Reds. Red hot. Don't put it out with your boots again, Ted. Go <laughs> <laughs> to shit, poop. <laughs> um, I don't think they're going to be a good offensive team. I don't think their bullpen is going to be good. In fact, I think their bullpen is going to be an abject disaster. So on par for what it's been the last what, five years. They Man, not the last five years. 50? Since, okay, since, since had 91. Had a pretty good bullpen when what's-his-face was here. Chapman? Be a little more specific no, than um, what's-his-face. Bauer. He was a starter. Never Bauer. He didn't pitch in the bullpen. That... But the bullpen was well. You're right. They did this. Never mind. I just they forgot. Blew like four they, of his games, blew. five and six of his yeah. games. That Cy Young year, the, the playoff game. Yeah, yeah. That's... Like they haven't had a good bullpen since Rob Dibble, Randy Myers, and Norm Charlton. I mean, there. It's been a while. They just don't spend any money on it. Like they they don't value it. They don't. They think <laughs> you can just like. It's kind of like the Bengals with linebacker, right? And guard. Like, yeah, those positions don't matter. We, we don't value them. We're going to spend our money elsewhere. And then you get torched by tight ends over the middle and nose tackles eating your quarterback alive. Hey, Tonk. 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 I mean, at least Joey Votto is still out there having fun, right? So on Instagram, MLB uh, posted, drop your boldest NL Central prediction. And you know Joey, the being the social media mecca that he is, uh-huh. responded with extraterrestrials. Dang it, I made it too big. Extraterrestrials arrive on Earth April fifteenth. The twelve and two Reds and the rest of the planet learn from, communicate with, and befriend our alien friends. This process. There's my camera again. This process takes five months. Play resumes in October. The Reds sweep the playoffs and the world's our World Series champions. Side note, the aliens ask if I would like to accompany them on their ship back to their planet. I oblige. Never to be seen again. See you. Uh, you want to hear a great story? It happened. Today, Louisville played their final home game of the regular season. And they had the Frisbee dogs. Uh, yes. And one of them was just shit right in the middle of the floor. If that's not... <laughs> what a testament to everything that has been I, Louisville season. I don't know what is. It had to be triumph, right? 
Triumph the Insult Comic Dog. Oh, yeah. This sure. is a nice basketball floor for me to poop on. It is, it is. <laughs> I joke, I joke, I keep. I, I made keep. a Triumph. I, I made a Triumph the Comic Insult Comic Dog uh, reference at the nurse's station. Like last week. Got it. Like, just completely. Yeah, 20 somethings aren't going to. I'll say they're all 20, what, 22, 23? Yeah. Yeah. Like my wife is my, my wife's had diarrhea for like six weeks. <laughs> so I made a for me to poop on joke. And they just looked at me like, Sir. Weird old man, please go back to your wife's room. Sounds about right. I think that's probably yeah. what they said. No, I'm and that, like that. And that was before you told the joke. Right. <laughs> I haven't even showed Ed the one that I showed you guys last night. <laughs> Um, after the show, know. after the okay, show. all right. Uh, somebody talk talk brought this up, Chad. I, I made an executive decision last night not to talk I about this. No idea. Um, you know what you know what this is in reference to? Yeah, he just he got cut. Right, like they hired a new director of player personnel or whatever. For those listening on the podcast format, uh, did we talk about what happened with DeBlanca yet? Would love to hear Royer's fa- feedback. I wasn't going to put Royer on the spot in the middle of the show asking him about one of his good friends and make him have to make that decision. Um, DeBlanca was cut from the team. He was the captain. Yeah. And the coach was fired and DeBlanca was cut immediately thereafter. Don't know what happened. Um, It's a weird situation as it develops. Maybe we hear something, maybe we don't, but I wasn't going to put one of his very good friends in a compromising position. Correct. I was asked You're about it before the right way. I was asked about it before the show. We had, I think, maybe 45 seconds to a minute and a half with Ryan before we went live and was not going to ask or put him in that position. So um there is that. But uh as for the uh the just wrapping up the Red Sox. I've been encouraged by what I've seen thus far out of spring training. Obviously, spring training, when you have starters going one inning at a time, um, is what it is. Like, you you don't really know what you have, not this early in. We're, I think, three games in, four games in. Um, Today, I believe they won 7-1, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Happy to see them tack on some runs, but it's spring training. I mean, really, like – I've got radio tomorrow. I'm going to talk about this a little tomorrow. Like, what what about this season is going to excite you? There's there's it's one obvious. Ellie De La Cruz. Yes, that's we all want to see. That's number Ellie one. Yeah. Yes. Number one, like up here, like off of the screen, up here with with bells on, right? Yeah. Number two, can Hunter Green become the guy? A top of the league, not a top of the Reds rotation, a top of the National League starter. Not like, not necessarily a Cy Young winner, but like, is he going to be one of those seven he, to ten guys? Can he be an ace? Yes, like that's for a team. I'm getting at, yeah. Can he can can he be an ace for a team? Yeah. And if he's an ace for a team, I think that puts him in the top ten range for the National League. Right. Yeah. You, you said it better than me because. I you can make things feel free to feel free to borrow that. An ace, like yeah, an ace. I will. I'm gonna 
Write that down. That was that was my Van Wilder impression for you. Ace. Ace for the team. Ace. I got it. Thank you. Can you can you tell me how you spelled Ace? Oh A R S E. So I thought. Ace. Good call. Good call. Yeah. Um, it's French. It's French. Thrifty says Ladola yeah. looked oh, great today. But Ladola's not going to be an ace. Can we talk about Thrifty's other comment? Honestly, he wants to cancel the red season, and the only thing he wants to see is Joey Votto versus Joe Burrow in chess. That was the better Joe. Yeah. Um, Ladola's not going to be an ace. I don't, like, I think Ladola can be a solid 2-3. He's got great command. He's got good stuff. But he's not, he's not an ace. I don't see him as an ace. I don't think there's anything wrong with that if Hunter Green is your ace. Right, of course. Like, I, that's 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 one of those things in sports where, like, you know, there are five starting pitchers. And saying you think a guy is a two is not, not a bad insult to the guy. Correct, correct, correct. <laughs> um, I, I just wanted to also agree with you in that regard. Yeah. Um, but you need but, Hunter Green to be the ace. And I think that you also need Lodolo to be a solid number two, which means that you're going to get a dog shit outing from him every once in a while. Sure. But you're hoping that you're getting... But it has to be every once in a while. Right. You're hoping that you get seven solid, two great, and that one shitty one in ten, right? Hey, just real quick. I got this guy on Facebook uh, sending me direct messages telling me that I have West Miller's nuts in my mouth. So that's pretty cool. Pecans. He said salty. Cashews? No, sh- no, he said sugar coated. Yeah, honey roasted. I would imagine. I would, to, I would, I would go with honey I, roasted. I went to Costco the other You're day. You're right though. West is from Costco, North. guys. Uh, Costco? Sam's Club. Sam's Club. We talked about this last week. I'm a, I'm a Costco guy. We talked about this last week. Honey roasted mixed. You, you can't go wrong with a good can of mixed nuts. I got cashews, I got, almonds, pecans, and pistachios, all honey roasted. Especially I got, pistachios. I got regular, just regular salted cashews upstairs. I like oh, to get the cheese. pistachios that are still in the shell, so I have to work for them. Not here for that. You go ahead. Nope, that's not it. That was a cashew. Nope, that's a walnut. All right. There's. There's not many pistachios on the top of this thing. Did, they, didn't have eat, didn't have eating nuts with Chad as a segment on the uh, on the docket tonight. It's a good segment. It's a good segment. Uh, we can make a graphic for it. In any case, what kind of nuts uh, are? In, never mind. There's one. So pistachio. I had the I had the Starbucks pistachio cold brew this weekend. That's pretty good. That was a what a review. You stop uh, really the show good. for that shit. <laughs> well, somebody might go tomorrow. It was really show up at good. Starbucks, say, what do I want? And might say, oh, Ed said that was really good. Oh, my God. Those honey roasted nuts were delicious. <laughs> All right. So uh, I did want to talk about the Bengals just briefly. Um, Taylor Lewan. The Bengals too. Is, is it Taylor Luan? Is that how I you think it's it? Luan. Luan. So he's cut by the Tennessee Titans this week. He makes a left tackle, ref- right? It's a tackle at this point. Let's just call him a tackle. Uh, he, he's 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 aged. Getting up there. He's, he's aged. He's aged. Um, Had a hard time he, staying on the field last year. 
He does a podcast, Bussin' with the Boys, on uh, Barstool. Awesome. And he made re- reference on his own podcast that the Bengals are looking for a tackle. He gave a couple na- names of a couple teams. I listened to that podcast, and he did put the Bengals in there. He, he actually kind of seemed a little excited about the Bengals. And I, I imagine it would be because it's close to Tennessee. His family's in Tennessee, so. And you get to play with Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. So I, I, and that's what the point I'm getting to is I think that in, in now Joe's fourth season, we are finally at the point where it's an attractive place to play. Yeah. It's kind of like the Corey Dillon thing, right? Corey Dillon wanted to go to the Patriots because he was going towards the end of his, 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 his playing years and he wanted to win a championship. And well, I would like to play with Tom Brady to win a championship as well. I would not have gone there with the example that I would have made, but I'm happy that you did. It's a solid one. It made sense. As opposed to your pistachio. Just said Chad Johnson, but Chad Johnson did not get a Super Bowl in. Um, I don't, it, it's, it, I think this, this off season is going to be intriguing in that for the first time in any of our lives, I think that we are going to finally see this team attract <laughs> veterans that we we've not seen this team do ever. <laughs> that was funny. You gotta read it. It was funny. Thrifty Walrus. Every time Big Ed interrupts Aaron and talks about soccer, Aaron sighs the same way my dad would when I ask him to rate my cannonball for the fifteenth time in twenty minutes as a kid. Dad, how about this one? Look, Dad, how about this one? That's the best zinger that Thrifty Walrus has had in about two weeks. I'm I'm really happy that he finally got his A game back. How high did that splash go, Dad? How high did that splash go? Not after Ed. Before Dad, how about this one? Dad, Dad, please love me. Dad, put your phone away and pay attention to me. <laughs> um, but I, but I think for the first time in our, our lives, yeah, in our lives, this place is going to be a place where guys seek out. How can we get to Cincinnati? Well, apparently Dion tried to, but that's another story. I don't, I don't know if I believe that story. Oh no, it's true. That's true. I believe it. It's true. I know people. I don't want to believe that story. He wanted to stay in Because it hurts. Like he, he legitimately <laughs> I did. I don't want to believe that He story. doesn't want to believe it because it hurts. No. There's no one that can verify that this story actually happened. This could just be revisionist history. I don't want to believe that story. Okay, back to Taylor Lewis. Revisionist history from, from Deion Sanders. Because he <laughs> said it. Straight from him. Like, it wasn't a, it wasn't speculation. Deion Sanders says, I wanted to play football for the Bengals, and they didn't even answer. Like, they didn't even call me. He can make that up right now, and he could – no one can verify whether it's true or not. So, just nothing you say is true because anybody could could debunk it. Correct. I don't want to believe it. I don't want to believe it. Brennix was sick today. You're a liar, Aaron. You're a liar. Lying. Sometimes. (laughs) Sometimes. <laughs> right? Depends. Did laundry Plus get it. done or did laundry get done or did it not get done? She was sick. <laughs> I don't know why her nose isn't running anymore, but it was running from 8 a.m. 
to like four thirty at least. It's that, it's that weird like daytime <laughs> nose run. It's strange. <laughs> uh, uh, Thrifty Walrus. Again, and Mike Brown's not a eater. Yeah, in Mike Brown's defense, if a superstar calls the Bengals in the '90s begging to play for you, you got to assume it's a prank call. Agreed. Yeah. They also, also didn't have a GM or like a director of scouting or like who did he call? In the '90s, Mike Brown has to re- like figure out how to answer his Nokia fifty-three twenty. Here's the problem: Dion called Katie, and Katie was like fourteen. It's just <laughs> like, uh, hello. My dad gave me this pager. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> 18, not 14. Eight, that five, 14 sounded weird. I'm sorry. 18. Katie's 18. <laughs> don't know what I'm supposed to do with this pager. It keeps going off. Who are these people? Deion Sanders, Warren Sapp. I've never heard of these guys before. What's football? Uh, <laughs> um. I don't know. That was all I wanted to get off about the Bengals. Just well, it's a couple other Bengals developments today too. Duke Tobin was uh, at uh, the combine. You're right, and um, he was asked about trade rumors for T. Higgins. The teams wanting T. Higgins, and basically, and I I don't, I don't have the whole quote. I saved it, but I'm I'm not going to look it up right now. But basically, saying uh, T. Higgins is ours. They can go find somebody else. Yeah, we're not here to make the rest of the league better. That's kind of big been their thing about like we drafted these guys, uh, and we did not do it to like make you better. Yeah, basically he said go find yeah yeah exactly what Chad said go find somebody else because he you ain't getting them. I well, love that stance. Joe said the same thing in the offseason, though where he said I'm not going to restructure my contract where I can't keep my guys. Yeah, which to me says we're keeping Chase and and. T, those are my guys, and I don't even know that they're ruling out keeping Tyler at this point. No, I think they're probably looking at keeping Tyler as well because his next contract is not going to be pricey. Not compared, not if you look at his stat production, because he's only putting up a handful of hundred yard games. He's not putting up a thousand yard seasons anymore. Not with both those guys there. So I don't know. There was one more other development this week too. But now I can't think of um, what the people like, like a trade development, like, like a trade rumor, right? Well, Bobby Wagner coming to the Bengals is another veteran free agent that people are talking about uh, as he was cut by the Rams. Maybe going I would to- just like to point out almost none of those things ever happen. Yeah, sure, that's true. but it's just funny to see good, the Bengals being, the talk. The Bengals are being listed as the number one destination for these yeah. cut free agents that were. Pro bowlers, perennial pro bowlers for a portion of their careers. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. We'll, we'll see about that. And I know people are still concerned about do you re-sign Jonah Williams? Do you move on from Jonah Williams? What do you do with in regards to? Well, this is Jonah just Williams? the fifth year option for him, right? Like he's here on a fifth year option. Regardless. Correct. Yeah. I found but, the full quote from Duke Tobin. It says, I'm in the business of making this insight because the full quote sounds more badass than the way we made it sound. <laughs> uh, I'm in the business of making Cincinnati Bengals better. So trading T Higgins is not on my mind. That's their problem. They want a receiver. Go find your own. In my opinion, T, T Higgins is a good piece of the Cincinnati Bengals. The trade stuff is a little ridiculous. 
Yeah. That's what you want to hear from your GM. Real GMs move in silence. He should go, he should go down the street and go talk to another GM. Um, yeah, I don't have anything else on, on the Bengals, I guess. Uh, obviously, as it gets closer to well, the combine happening this week, we'll see what happens with that. That's going to heat up. Mock track talks. Oh, okay. I got more Bengals. This is kind of more like in a, like a, in like the uh, the random stuff at the end show, but you know it, it's Bengals related. Um, XFL AJ McCarron, what a story! I am here. I'm a Battle Hawks fan. I'm here to see AJ McCarron go in and win the first ever. Well, no, they completed the first season. Um, I'm here to see him win an XFL title. Okay. The story. He 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 quit. He wanted he stopped playing. He decided to go to the XFL because he wanted to see he wanted his kids to see him play. He wanted to play. He's tired of sitting on the bench. He said he said himself, Yeah, being a backup quarterback is good money. It's a good career. But I want to win. I want to play. And and he's out there putting dimes in the end zone. I, I want to ask about something else from the XFL. What, the the replay system? Because that's awesome too. Uh, uh no. Are you willing to give up onside kicks for fourth and fifteens? Is that something you're so, doing? Oh yeah, I haven't watched any XFL. So I, if you like, if you're in a situation where you're down late, they don't onside kick. They give you a chance to go for fourth and fifteen, and if you get it, you just keep going. Like it's from like the the twenty. You got to get to the thirty-five. I like. I'm not like. I don't know the specific details, but like. You have to get a fourth and 15 or the other team gets the ball back. And you're pretty much dead at that point in time. Or you just kick off and, you know, try to play. I kind of like it because how often do you really convert an onside kick? I mean, Pat did it a couple times in his career. Yeah, very very low. low. So why not? I mean, yeah. I mean. It's not like fourth and 15 is a high percentage thing. It's not. So why not? I mean, if you're going to go for it, go for it. I like fourth and 15. Like, like give it. me your best fourth and 15 play. Here for it. You know, the defense is going to be playing like at the, the, the sticks. Yeah. You're going to have to find something creative. I know my guy, Mike DeCourcy hated it. He compares it to the, um, the NBA timeout to advance the ball rule late in the game. Oh, I just think it's like I think it's more 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 interesting than an onside kick. It's more gameplay. Yeah, like go get more it. gameplay. Go get yeah. your fifteen. And that's the stuff the NFL can try out in the XFL. Right, and then if you get it, like the drive's alive. All right, now we're moving. Like hey, this, all right, yeah. now we're going. Here for it. You I get forty. You can get forty on fourth and fifteen. Yeah. And now it counts, and now you're you're almost in field goal range. I watched the first two XFL games on that Saturday when they first started, and um, I wasn't really impressed. But then that Sunday, I, I thought it picked up a little bit, and I think week two it picked up. So I'm, I'm liking it. Uh, Kathy, Jeff has been um, – He's working he's been, to the bone. He's been working. He's been his, 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 his job changed his shift. Um we're hoping that he'll be back next week for the next four weeks, apparently. Wait and see. 
Um, the only other topic I had, I guess, is spring football is right around the corner for the Bearcats. Yeah. And I know they're going to go into a deep dive on offense, defense, what their expectations are between Chad and Dave uh, on the BCJ pod. I just wanted to know what your thoughts are right now. I'm... As Yes. As we go, I know you are what we would call a casual for UC football. But first off, with it being the first season in the Big 12, are you going to be paying more attention this week or this year? Or have you been distracted enough by soccer that you're not you're going to kind of keep one eye on it, but not really invested? You can be invested in both, I think. Uh, no, yeah, definitely going into the Big 12, I'm going to be a little more invested than I have been in the past. Um, you know, I don't want to say the past because the 2020, 2021 season, right? The the playoff. Yeah, thank you. Was it 2021? Yeah, because 2020 was a COVID year. So 2021 season, uh, very interested in that. Very, you know what I mean? Like very attached to that. Great season. Wonderful season. Best season ever. Um, you know, last also year, the most boring spring football ever, ever because well, we knew what it was be. <laughs> we knew everything, like, we knew everything. <laughs> there but, were no um, surprises, you know. It's we're going in the Big 12. Uh, you know, we got Scott Satterfield as a new coach, um, you know, all these new assistant coaches, all this stuff. I think I'm going to be a little bit more invested this year than I was last year. Um, I think I could be invested in both soccer and football though. Even if this team only manages five wins, dude, the expectations going into the Big Twelve, you can't set them that high. We just talked about a minute ago, right? Twenty, uh, twenty-five win season in basketball this year. We consider it a win. Uh, you know, twenty twenty-five or twenty-one win season next year in the Big Twelve, absolutely a win. So you, you got two different types, or I guess two different. Attractions here. I don't know what the word is I'm looking for. Expectations. Expectations. Um levels. Yeah. I got levels on yeah. Um so yeah, I'm here for it. Also the QB battle. Like I was just flipping through Twitter in Lichtenberg. Um a video Free. popped up. Yeah, Free a video popped to him just doing like no look passes. Um on you know, there at Nippard. Mr. Jugs, right, Chad? I think you said yes. Um, so, you know, the quarterback battle is going to be pretty interesting this year. Um, you know, let's let's so, let's get well, rolling. Obviously, in that regard, obviously, you still have Ben here. Uh, Brady, Ben's still Brady, here. Brady Prater's still here. Prater is still here. Brady Lichtenberg has been here. Um, but you also brought in Emory Jones, who started at both about Arizona, that. Arizona State last year and started at uh, Florida the year before that. Yeah. Um, so... He, he, I sincerely doubt, is coming here to ride the bench as he's been a starter at two fairly well accoladed schools prior oh, yeah. to. Um, yeah, so then, so then you think about uh spring ball and you kind of watch some of these quarterbacks and you wonder, all right, are any of these guys based off of the reps that they're getting in spring ball and the and the, and the talks they're having with coaches, are they going to go put themselves in the transfer portal? You also have Brady Drogish, who comes in as uh, Mr. Michigan, and I don't know. I mean, you got you got a lot going on at quarterback. There's question marks all over both offense all over and place. defense. Um, I don't know that we really know. 
that anybody spot who was a starter last season is safe uh, with, with a brand new coaching staff coming in and new schemes, new, um, new, new I defenses. You I, think did there are? See, well, I did just see that Kiner got new wheels on his whip. I think Dante Corleone will start. I think oh, that you're God probably God. probably correct there. Uh, but is I he going to start? Is he going to start over Briggs? I think Dante Corleone will start. I don't know how that'll play out. I think Dante Corleone so, will start. So Briggs kicks out to end. Or are you running not a three-three-five anymore? Maybe you're running. I think Dante Corleone will start. <laughs> <laughs> Chad, I have a real quick question. I saw they took the bubble down, and I know oh, you just had John it. Cunning. That's huh? it. It's dead. The bubble. So yeah, I know you just had John Cunningham on the show. Um, we did what, a couple weeks ago, right? So, and I, I may have missed this question. When, when do we expect? Like, do we expect to have an indoor training center for next season? Next week. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> they expect the the indoor facility to take one year to build. And then an extra six months to complete the the companion uh, like uh, offices and weight room and all of that stuff. Okay. Is it going? So, is it going in that spot? Yep. So that's why so the bubble's be, coming down. Okay. They'll be able to practice in it by next winter. I got you. By next spring. I still think it would have been cool if they could have teamed up with the Bengals to build like a like a like a really really like. Why you would know? you do that? Why? Give the players like pro. Okay, all right, whatever. You're gonna give the Bengals like if you do that with the Bengals, the Bengals are going to demand priority access. Ah, that's a good point. All right, that's a good point. So, like, if you want to practice at nine, point. and the Bengals are gonna practice at nine, sorry. See, I didn't completely think that went through in my head. That's what I'm here for, Ed. I appreciate you. Yeah, that's why she draw um, this stuff out before I say it. Where Where are they gonna practice next year when it's Next next winter when it's cold, they're gonna there's gonna probably be a three month window where the where the indoor facility's not done yet. So maybe Ladies. they rent out like when necessary. Maybe they rent out uh, the Bengals facility, or or maybe they just practice in the cold for a couple months. Okay, just curious. I didn't know. No, I mean like yeah, it's a it's a legit question. Like it's it's certainly not going to be done by like November. My my my. Now how the tables have. People turned. I tried to do Michael Scott quote, and then I completely forgot the quote while yeah. I was while I was saying it. I think you even just said quote. Um, that said, you would call it a quote. Uh, yeah, I just was curious to get maybe a guy that's not quite so tapped into football as Chad and I uh, to get thoughts on what your expectations are this season. So, um, I don't really have much else. Do you have anything else, Edward? I feel like I did. did you um, the NIL. Um, and so I only I only found a little bit about this. Um, did you see that the NCAA first hit on the first NIL? Ruling? Of course, it's Miami. Of course, it's Miami. I, I kind of caught I, one of the barstool guys put a, a TikTok up, and these twins, I guess, what? Yeah, these twins. Yep. They're gonna they're gonna penalize them for doing what all the dudes are doing too. Like they're going to the school that's offering the most money. 
Miami Miami put the microscope on them for NIL when the biggest donor for Miami the said, NIL guy, right? Yeah. When he when he came out and said you you can't leave and and essentially like went public with I'm paying you money, you can't leave. You have to come here. You have to stay. He actually here. played Hotel California. What the so you check out anytime you like, but you can never leave. Hey, did you Chad? Good story. Um, I got sent home by my manager um at when I worked at Low Bills, Aaron. Uh, because my manager and I were stocking like something in the frozen food section. I think it was ice cream, and Hotel California came on. On the you know the speaker system, mm-hmm. and he said, "Ed, do you know what this song's about?" And I said, "Well, Mike, I'm not the smartest guy in the world, but I imagine it's about a hotel in California." And you know what he said to me? "All right, go home, smartass." Good on him. Sit me That's home fair. for the rest of the day. That's fair. You went home. I had to go home. I'm really proud of him, actually. I like this guy. Can we get him on the show? There are times I'm still friends with him on Facebook. We might be able to. Yeah. There are yeah, times. Let's get him. Let's that. get him on the show. Yeah. I want to get him on the show to ask what it was like to be your manager. Probably said it was great. <laughs> that's that's up to him. That like we're gonna to have to talk to him about that. Uh, I ran that but, whole yeah, store. but like I said, of course it was Miami. It was always was going to a, be Miami. Was he aware that you ran the whole store? I mean, I did, dude. If we want to talk about it, like I I was a cashier, a beggar. You okay, Brent. I was in produce. <laughs> Aaron, I was in produce. I was in dairy. I was the frozen foods manager, and I'm I, also. I'm not interested in how many sections you were eating food out of. No, no, these are all areas where I worked. I also worked in the on, on the uh, deli counter. Yeah, that's. I, I stand by what I said. Yeah, I ran that place. I shopped in produce. I shopped in dairy. I shopped not, in frozen foods. No, that was about to go Malik Van. <laughs> I just had to get more of the story. And that's the rest of the story. Thrifty Wallace said, uh, you know, back to the the Bearcats in a bubble, said that they are actually going to be busting the Bengals bubble all next season. Uh, Pat McAfee is excited because he is getting just to recycle some his zingers. And then David Mann said that I just told a hell of a story about Hotel California. It, it, was, it was a story. Leader was, of fun. It was certainly a story. I just I just noticed this is a new thing that we can add to our our, our names. All right. Well, everything else talked about. Like I said, of course it was going to be Miami. It was always. What do you think of the Murdoch Miami. trial? Christ Almighty! Let me finish wrapping up the NIL. It was always going to be Miami. They are the ones who were out in front of this before everybody, and they the most boisterous about the way that they were running their NIL collective shell game, shell company, whatever you want to call no, it. No, there's no shell company. It was a billionaire that was just like, I'm going to pay for my team to win. Like, I'm, I'm sure doing. there was, there were, it's Miami. There's always shell companies. Yeah. But what I'm saying is there were like, this literally was just a billionaire that was like, I have a company that I'm going to use to pay people as Miami much as coin. possible. My, Miami yeah. coin was, was to, come his here, to come here and win. Like that, that's it. That's all he was interested in. But um, did anybody else see the picture that Aaron's uh, sister posted on Facebook of him looking like one of the members of Newfound Glory? 
Thanks. Did you just take us all out? <laughs> I was messing with stuff. So. No. All right. I'll tweet I it. Mean, when we're when we're talking about Facebook, I think the show's over. I'll yeah, tweet it. It's time to go. That was another episode of Pardon the Punctuation. Uh, thanks for Chad for stopping in after he got done with his radio training course. 47-minute 40, uh, video uh, training course. It was... Jeff, uh, I hope that you're not sleeping and you actually were working again tonight because uh, we're still confused about this whole... This I'm not confused. Next, He's not this, coming back this week. This Wednesday, next Wednesday. I'm not, What Wednesday? Maybe we should ask for dates next time. We should um, let Aaron sign off so he gets some sleep because apparently doesn't know how to read. We're gonna finish the show the same way we started the show. Chad, Chad, no, no, get it out of here. Get, 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 get the, get, get, get the credits out of here. Chad, when someone says on on a Tuesday, we'll go with Tuesday. It's it's a Sunday. Up, if I said, if I, if I said to you today, hey Chad, I'll be with you for the next four Saturdays. Would you assume that it's? The following that's set. not, but that no. you're you're saying it wrong. You're read, saying it wrong. Read, read the text. All right, I will. Um, smarty pants. Where is our? T- oh, there it is. All right. So, I said. God damn it! I'm gonna have it read before Ed even can get to what he's doing. We gotta start talking about a golf outing. Here it is. I wrote Jeff on Sunday and I said, Jeff, will you be back this week or are they still working you to the bones? His response, still working me to the bones, but I should be back for the next four weeks. That was on Sunday. But mine said, are you coming back? Or Sounds to me like still two... working you to the bones. And so... he said, still working me to the bones. So that tells me he's not going to That's an ongoing thing. It's always happening. That, that's never stopping. But I'll be back Tuesday. In the three after that. That's how I read it. Chad? We'll see you next week. Part of the punctuation. 9-15. Tuesday. Sit! Maybe Chad will be here. He will. <laughs>